0: Jake Warner was at the
1: control. So sit back, relax, and check check this joint out out right here. Jake. Yo. Okay, here we go. So good to be back. This podcast is for the people. No, nobody knows who I am. Jake.
0: Live from the Big Brother Bungalow in Southern California.
1: Ready to talk a bunch of nonsense with you. I can't stand them. It's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Yo, what's good, y'all? It's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. I am your host, Big Brother Jake, a.k.a. Jake Warner, my government name. Welcome to the show. You can listen to the show on soundcloud.com slash The Big Brother Jake Podcast. You can also go to iTunes or Google Play or Spotify or TuneIn or iHeartRadio. Type in the keyword search The Big Brother Jake Podcast and boom, you're in there. Glad to be back on the, uh, on the podcast here. Man, it's been a really crazy couple of weeks working on a lot of projects. Working on uh, some ins and outs for the, for the podcast. Um, before I get started, I want to shout out my man Tim Sanchez and WestCoastStyles.com. Uh, WestCoastStyles.com uh, brought me into the family, brought the podcast into the family, and wanted us to be a part of it. The launch is this Tuesday. Uh, if you're listening, it's today, if you're listening right now, on, on the date of release of this podcast. But uh, Tuesday, August 25th. And a special shout out to my man Tim Sanchez. Happy birthday and happy launch day! Uh, you're gonna find all kinds of great content on WestCoastStyles.com. It's it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle website. You know, if you're in the hip hop, you're in the interviews. You know, photography, comedy, everything, everything. It's 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 West Coast based, but it's it's a great venture to be a part of. And I, I'm really happy to be part of that family. And uh, I wouldn't just bring my podcast along with anybody if I didn't believe in the product. So uh, check that out, westcoaststyles.com. You'll see some great content on there. And um, a lot of my stuff will be featured on there as well. So looking forward to that. And again, thanks for letting me be part of the family, Mr. Tim Sanchez, the godfather over there. So had to shout them out right off the top. My interviews will be featured on that website, and one of the interviews uh, you'll be hearing on this podcast right now, and also on the website, is uh, an interview I did with an MC called Any Means. His name is Any Means, and um, as in any means necessary. And the brother has an interesting journey, has an interesting story, and uh, his music is fire. And you'll hear him in the next segment. So uh, I hope you're ready for that. It's a fun interview. And I learned a lot about a lot from that guy. So, stay tuned for that, okay? So, you know this show is a show where I'm an open book. I don't mind sharing my life stories with others. You know, it's usually with the intent to help others. A lot of it's to entertain others. I don't mind people laughing at my expense. As long as you're laughing and having a good time. I don't mind that. And... I premise this show off of being an escape to others. But with that being said, I have concerns. And this show is one to not talk politics, which I call politics with Robleticans and Democrats. And it's, it's a touchy subject for a lot of people. It's it, it's a powder cake. You know, it's very polarizing. You know, I have, a, I have fr- my best friend's a Republican. Um, I have friends that on both sides, okay, that vote conservative, vote liberal, and, you know, I don't like labels. I don't like titles. You know, like I do radio for a living, but it's not who I am. Well, In the essence, it kind of is, but it's not who I am overall. You know, I am not who my job is. I don't put labels on myself. There's some things I'm fiscally conservative about, and there's some things I'm, I'm I'm radically liberal about. Um, I don't sugarcoat any of that, and I don't hide that. You know, if you can do the job, I don't care if you have an R or a D after your name when it shows up on the news. But that being said, <laughs> I gotta say, I'm really not impressed by who we have the choice to vote for this upcoming election. It scares me. It scares a lot of people. You know, um, again, this is something we don't talk about on the Big Brother Jake podcast. I'm not a fan of politics on the show because it's just, I'm either going to get hate or love. I don't care about that part. That doesn't scare me. That doesn't phase me. You know, if you don't love me for who I am or what the show's about, then you're probably listening to the wrong podcast. But there's a lot to worry about, and there's a lot at stake for this upcoming election. But you can only do so much. If you have, you know, Cup A and Cup B, both of them are disgustingly taste, you know, taste disgusting. You still got to pick one of them in order to live. So my thing is this. I'm not being, you know, I'm not trying to sound like an ageist. I guess that's, a, you know, discriminating on age or anything like that. So I know ageist is not a word. But my whole thing is this. We have a 74-year-old president running against a 77-year-old candidate. The House is flooded with career politicians that don't have our interests at stake, uh, our best interests at stake. And their average age is around 65. The average age of a voting American is around 37 years old. There's career politicians that haven't made a difference while they've been in term. Some would say including the candidate that's running for president. 40 years in politics and hasn't done anything. A lot of politicians haven't done anything for this country. And here we are. Again, I don't like talking about this stuff. It makes me sick. But I worry. I worry for our nation. I worry for our future. And a lot of people have their opinions either way. I'll say this. Just go out and vote. Make a difference. If you want to make change, you got to go out and vote. I see too many people complaining about what's going on And I asked them, do you vote? No, man, I ain't trying to vote. Because if I vote, man, then I'm going to be selected for jury duty. Bro, they can do that through the DMV. (laughs) So, yeah, thanks. Nice try. Try again. The problem with people in our great nation. And, yes, I'll say great nation. I fought for this country. I love America. I've been all over the world. And some people say, man, I, I, I don't want to live here no more. Look, man, I've been to a lot of places around the world, and I'll be damned if I'm going to set foot in there and bring my family and try to settle down for a new life in a place that doesn't value life as much as they do here, honestly. A lot would disagree with me, and that's okay. But here's the problem. Us as a people, American people, I ain't no race, no none of that, A lot of people depend on government. A lot of people depend on somebody to take care of them. And I'm not talking just welfare or whatever. That's a whole other subject. You know, I believe in working for your money and I've never asked for a handout. I got student debt. I got regular debt but I don't ask for a handout. People have this facade that the government should be taking care of them. The government should be doing their job of handling things for us. A lot of that's true. A lot of that's true. We elect officials because they tell us they can fix things for us and they can take care of things and they can change the things that need to be changed. But we get sold on a pipe dream a lot of times and Oh, I thought they were gonna do this and they don't do it. <laughs> that's the style, uh, that's the stylings of a politician right there. They're always gonna overpromise and under underdeliver. See, and I'm hip to that game. You know, it's just like if you're, you know, a Mac per se. You're like, man, I just wanna do what I can to get this girl to like me. So I'm gonna say all the right things. I'm gonna do all the right things in the beginning. Oh, girl, you know, I'll never hurt you. Oh, girl, you know, I'm going to treat you good. You know, all, all the craziness ends here. You found the one. And as time goes on, you know, and this isn't all God. I'm just saying the thought of a Mac. So then, you know, you got the girl and she's in love with you and this and that. And then she starts seeing that you're not who you claim to be. That's what a politician is. And a lot of people have made a lot of money telling lies, selling dreams, and not following through. My point on all of this is this, simply. We cannot depend on just our government to make change. Change starts within yourself. And a lot of people are pissed off at the government because they've overpromised. And under and I hear that from both sides. But the one thing I'm not gonna do, I'm not writing or dying for any candidate or political stance. You know, I'm I'm a liberal or I, I, I'm a conservative. No, I can be both. There's things from each side that I can pick and choose, and be a part of that. Okay. And that's the problem with America right now. They got the American people forcing them to choose a side and making you feel a certain way if you don't choose a certain side. You cannot make me conform to those ideals at all. It's not going to happen. And I think that's what's wrong with America right now. Back in the day, you could be friends with a Republican, an Independent, a Democrat, and nobody gives a damn. But all of a sudden, and this is why I quit Facebook, by the way. Uh, for those that are listening, I'm not on Facebook. I've not been on Facebook going on a month. And I don't know if I'll ever return because, especially when it's like, you know, elect the election season, man, people really show their ass <laughs> when it comes to politics. On Facebook and I couldn't take it no more it's not that I couldn't value another opinion on somebody that's fine you know I, I, I love everybody expressing how they feel about certain things and I, I love the fact that people can you know feel comfortable and riding for their candidate or riding for their party but it was getting to a point where people started getting a little too hurtful you know You got an African-American woman, an African-American and Indian woman running for uh, vice president. And instead of attacking her views and attacking her political views and her stances on politics, they get personal. Oh, she's not really black because she's half Indian. Man, I heard that all my life. Oh, man, you're half white, so you ain't really black. How do you know, man? Where's the half black tree that they hang me from? It's just so stupid. People attack their characteristics and not their beliefs. And they take it personal if you're not down with their viewpoints. And that's uh, that's by design, y'all. And that's the thing I'm trying to tell everybody. That is by design. Because it's smoke and mirrors. What you need to really do is don't go off of what everybody else is thinking or saying. Groupthink is dangerous. Groupthink is when, you know, everybody in a group thinks the same way and they're not going to change their idealistics for anybody. They're not open-minded to any kind of thinking and it's a dangerous mindset. Oh, because I love the president and his ideas. Man, I'm going to go ahead and do, you know, right for him no matter what. That's dangerous. But that's set by design. There's propaganda everywhere. They got it to where everybody's separated. And they'll get personal. Both sides. Both sides. Both sides. I'm not going to go and say, you know, oh, well, it's just, you know, Trump making fun of people. No. I mean, there was a point where uh, Kamala Harris was calling Joe Biden a racist and now they're running together. See, that's the thing. You guys think they hate each other. You guys think these people... Can't stand one another. They're all birds of the same feather, and they're all friends behind the uh, closed doors. Trust me, they are. This is all smoke and mirrors. This is all a dog and pony show. Damn, Jake, you really talking politics today. Yes, I am. I just want y'all to know that you could be friends with somebody that has different ideas than you, different values than you. You know, the one thing I will not tolerate ever is racism. I won't. If you're racist, I don't care. i, I I'm both sides, and there's plenty, all right? I'm not down for racism, period. And not everything's freaking political, man. They have us in a the pandemic. They got us stuck in the house. And now people politicize a pandemic. If you believe this about the pandemic, you're a conservative or liberal. Or My God, man, people are dying. <laughs> people are dying. I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat. It doesn't matter. People are dying. Just reduce the deaths. Reduce the, the cause and, and, and get behind that. People want to go back to school. My kids want to go back to their schools, man. I want to go to restaurants. I want life the way it was. Use Purell. (laughs) That's the thing. People get so blinded by their ideals and their beliefs and their political beliefs that if you don't believe them, you're wrong. And that's what they got planned. That's by design to divide us and then conquer us, man. So... I never. I, I, I don't know when people got so personal with their beliefs, their political beliefs, like to the point where people want to fight you over it. I'm not riding for any candidate that hard. If your last name ain't Warner or you're not within my family or you're not dating me or you're not a child of mine or a friend of mine, I ain't riding for you. Not to the point where I'm going to get mad and argue about it. And I'll be damned if you see anybody's name on my front lawn, you know, a poster of their name. I don't endorse anyone that hard. I don't care what president you are. I ain't riding around with flags. I'm not riding around with T-shirts. I'm never going to ride that hard for any politician. And if you make a career out of politics and haven't made a change at all, What the hell are you doing in office? I want to know. And there's a lot of them. Because the lobbyists have taken over. That's the worst kept secret in years. You know, hey, you support this bill, we're going to take care of you. That's the problem. So I'm going to leave it on this note because I, again, I feel dirty even talking about all this. Don't get so caught up in your political party and political beliefs that it tears your family and friends apart, your friendships apart. Because when it's all said and done, whether you're left or right, you're both feathers on the same bird. And that bird is a club that very few people are allowed to be a part of. And if you think these people hate each other, (laughs) man, you are fooled. They all are friends. They all have one agenda. And that's to keep us, keep them separated. (laughs) You know, you really think that changes are going to happen. And you think all these things because, you know, my president said this or my candidate said that. It's all lies, man. And, you know, look. I served my country. I fought for my country. I love this country. I do. But I'm not dumb either. I wasn't born yesterday. I was born at night, but not last night. So you got to think for yourself, man. Change starts within yourself. Don't depend on these politicians to make these changes for you. Because it's not going to happen. I mean... Why is there still projects? Why is there still ghettos? Why is there still animosity? Why is there no clean water in Flint, Michigan? These aren't Republican or Democrat issues. Because I know conservatives that grew up in the hood with me. (laughs) So, projects are worth for experiment. Why are there ghettos? Why is there homeless? Why is there Veteran homeless people. Where's the politicians on that? You know, once in a while, oh, well, you know, for the cameras and for a news story, let's, let's house like 100 of them. Half of them right back on the street because they didn't get the rehab they needed, serving their country. All I'm saying is I'm not trying to tell you to just abandon your ideals and, and, and your beliefs. But really think about what's going on out here, man. This may help me lose a lot of listeners, but I don't really care because it's something that's near and dear to my heart. And it's something I never talk about, but it's something that needed to be addressed that I've always wanted to talk about, but I was worried about losing listeners. Man, I don't really care no more. You either going to ride with me or you're going to, you know, leave. Leave. But really think about when you go to the polls, what and who you're voting for. Do your research. Just vote. At least vote. People say, oh, it don't make a difference. It makes a difference, man. Get out there. Vote. Do your research. And be happy with the choices you made. It may not go your way and you vote and the person you don't want to win wins. It happens. But don't sit there and complain if you didn't try to do anything to help but if you really think these politicians that you vote for the politicians you have available to you the only choices aren't hitting and not doing what you wish they would do do something about it hit the pavement running hell run for office we need people that want to make a change that don't have any ulterior motives. And I can't say that for a lot of politicians because I don't understand how you could work in Congress and be a millionaire. Yeah, I know a lot of them invest, but there's a lot more millionaires in politics than anywhere else that I've seen other than maybe movies and athletes, you know. But just open your eyes, y'all. We don't get a lot of choices. So choose wisely. But above all, keep that mindset, hey, birds of the same feather. (laughs) Birds of the same feather. Left wing, right wing, attached to one bird. Government. I feel dirty talking about that. So, I think I've made my point. Jake, who, who are you vote? Man, I don't tell people who I vote for. I don't. I don't like either candidate, to be honest. But you know, it is what it is. That's my business. You'll figure it out, though. <laughs> You'll figure it out. I don't wear a red hat, but it doesn't matter. It's all politics, and it's all disgusting. And it's a really sick game that uh, I don't like playing. And we're all being used as pawns for hidden agendas we have no ideas about. On that note, I'm going to stop talking about politics. I've had it. But it felt good to get it out. And we should dialogue about it. And, um, yeah, a lot of people won't go to family reunions and talk about this. Because it's a touchy subject. Religion and politics they say should never bring up at a dinner table. But it's healthy discussion. This is just my opinion. And a lot of people won't like it, and some will. And that's okay, or vice versa. It doesn't matter. But I have my opinion on it, and I stand firm on it. And you should stand firm on something. But you can't force me or peg me in to being a uh, radical liberal or a very staunch conservative, because there's things that I choose from both sides. Fiscally, I'm conservative. Certain subjects, you know, I'm I i I'm a Second Amendment fan. And I'm not a fan of what Biden is, is trying to do with, with gun control. You know, I love owning my firearms. Yes, I got a Glock 19 finally. So it's in the works. But yes, I own multiple firearms. And I will protect my family to the hilt. So yes, there are certain things that you'd be surprised. Oh, wow, gun owner. Yes, I am. Proud. And there's some things I'm just fiscally conservative and, and, and I'm liberal in a lot of things too. So, But I'm my own man and I'm not trying to have somebody tell me or dictate to me who I should vote for or my beliefs or whatever. And everybody should stand on their own. But not to the point where you're losing friends and family over it. And if that's the case, you're probably going and writing a little too hard for the, your political party and your beliefs. To the point you're losing friends over it, it man, it's dumb to me. Anyways, enough of all that. Felt dirty, <laughs> but I had to get it up. So uh, coming up next is my man. He goes by the name of Any Means, and this 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 brother here, man, he's from Los Angeles. He's from Cudahy, California, which is a small town near south in South Central, and uh, he he has some fire music. He has a lot of great opinions, and his story is amazing. And you're gonna hear that. Right now, you're listening to the Big Brother Jake podcast. We're back on the Big Brother Jake podcast, and the person I got coming up right here that's that's about to cut it up with me for a minute. He's an MC. He's an entrepreneur. My man has all kinds of stuff going on, including. His uh project called Crack Rock Bounce, which we're going to touch in a minute. It's from hey California, here in L.A. His name is Any Means. What's good with it, man?
0: Hey, what's up, what's up, man? How you doing? Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it and all that. You know what I'm saying? Yes,
1: sir. It's, a, it's an honor to have you on the Big Brother Jake podcast, man. First of all, I found your name dope as hell. How did you come up with the name Any Means?
0: Um, well, it comes from the phrase, by any means necessary, um but I kind of wanted to just switch the spelling up just so it wasn't too cliche. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> got you. That That's where it comes from though,
1: you know? Right. Right. And so you grew up in Cudahy, California. Now I know where that <laughs> is, but tell the people, I, and I got listeners all over the planet, but where yeah. is Cudahy? Um,
0: Cudahy's a, a small city cause it's its own city. It has its own police force. Right. Um, it's a very small city in Southern Los Angeles. It's um i guess it's on the left side of watts it's in between linwood and southgate and no well it's actually between linwood and maywood but you you got to kind of be familiar to you right it right is. but uh i i guess the closest cities to it that would be known would be like watts and compton it's in that in, in that area you know the linwood compton watts area
1: right and yeah growing up in Cudahy. You know, I, I read up on you, dog, and you had a pretty rough upbringing, man. Can you tell us a little more about how you grew up? And, and, and like, I, I, I heard the story with your parents and, and whatnot. Expand on it a little bit for the listeners here, man.
0: Um, You know, p- for Cuddy being such a small city, people wouldn't think that the struggles are real there. But, um, you know, it's a, pre- a predominantly um, Chicano community or Hispanic because there's a lot of illegal immigrants there. So, mm-hmm. you know, obviously obviously... Um, With illegal immigration And and all that That There isn't a lot of education there Not to say that Illegal immigrants Ain't educated but You know There's just a a lot of poverty there Um Cudahy's a very violent city You know Cudahy's been Has always had a reputation For um For drug trafficking Drug selling Murders Prostitution Mm -hmm. Uh Corruption in the local government So yeah It's It's it's, it's It's a trench You know what I mean And um Coming up there was definitely hard. You know, it's gang infested, um, and you know the the murder rate itself was was, trying to say like number four in the nation at one point. Right. You know, Um, the lead the leading cause of Hispanic males under eighteen, in general across the board, has been due to gun violence. So that just kind of gives you a, a, a perspective of where I come from. You know what I'm
1: saying? Right. Right. For sure. So growing up in Cudahy, you know, you mentioned, you know, it's gang infested, a lot of gangs all throughout the city, throughout the area. And you took on that life a little bit, um, which led to some incarceration and whatnot. Um, Having gone through that, um, you were a two strike offender. Yes. So I I know there was times where. You know, it was very hard for you with, with your father not being in the picture. I, I, I could relate to that very much, but but how did that influence you as a youth with not having your dad in the picture so much?
0: Um you know, when it comes to the gang aspect of my life, you know, we have to understand that I, I come I'm second generation of the gang. Okay. My um my father, my mother, my mother's four sisters and brothers were the original founders of the gang original members okay um so i kind of just grew up in it you know what i'm saying i have about 15 family members at this point that are all from the same neighborhood because eventually my uncles and aunts sons and daughters also became from the gang so it, it's somewhat in my lineage you know what i'm saying right. um and and it's generational at this point in my family um so it, it wasn't necessarily the fact that my dad wasn't there because i i you know i've been burying people from my neighborhood since i was five years old right, you right. know going to gang funerals with my father it just kind of always was there so it just you know made sense at some point whether if, if that yeah. makes sense
1: no 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 it, it makes sense i mean you know growing up growing up in uh, southern california in the culture I, I get what yeah. you're saying, uh, and I get that and a lot of my listeners do get that as well. So yes, yeah, yeah. So so, it, it I'm became, sorry. Go ahead.
0: It, it just became a a, a not if how, but when. You know what I mean? Right. And, and when I became of age, and and I did what most of my friends in my area did, we became from that gang because a lot of my um, you know, one. I'm from a very big gang, mm-hmm. but. My specific section of my gang is very family orientated. So most of my homies, big brothers and fathers were from the same gang. So it, it, it you know, it's just kind of like a family vibe at that point. You right.
1: No, I feel you on that. So, yeah. All right. We're listening to Any Means here on the Big Brother Jake podcast. Nice enough to join us on the show. You picked up on hip hop. Like You started yeah. writing. You started, you know, doing those things and whatnot. Tell me some of your influences that that you grew up with, who who influenced you to pick up a mic? Um,
0: I I always had grew up listening to like um like actually growing up listening to hip hop. I listened to people like um NWA, Eazy E, Doc,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, Tupac, right. and his earth. You know, we talking about the first album, um, MC Pooh, yes, <laughs> uh, Two Short. You know all the all the original West Coast, you know, forefathers.
1: You know right, 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 right. So
0: when I be when I began old enough to really digest hip hop, is uh, you know, is when East Coast hip hop invaded my life, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, and, sir. Uh, and it was just something about their music and the way they told stories and 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 um, you know, Nas and Prodigy from Mob Deep mm-hmm. are my only. Um, influencers at this point You know what I'm saying um,
1: Absolutely Great storytelling and, MCs too
0: Yeah you know what I'm saying and, Yes sir and, and they They captivated me By the stories they told Because I understood The structure of the stories Meaning the lifestyle Right I may not have been from New York But right. I understood what it was like To sell crack at At one o'clock in the morning right. Or You know steal something from someone Because you didn't have nothing to eat I, I understood them Them struggles So They just really intrigued me by the things they said, and and those were the people that I kind of credit to influencing me in in my style of rap at this point. You know what I'm saying?
1: Right. And I want to touch on your style of rap um, because, you know, it's a cliche that a lot of Chicano rappers like to use, like, the oldie samples or a lot of, like, Trout, uh, Roger Trout and and, and Zap, like, influenced, um, like, loops and, and, and music. But your style's a little different. It's a little more boom-bap than than any other Chicano rapper I've ever heard. Um, why is that? Is it something that you, because of your influence from Nas and Prodigy has you rapping like that or you kind of want to get away from that? You know, expand on um, that from um,
0: me. Off the top, like, I'm not a Chicano rapper.
1: Right. I'm just an MC, you You're just an saying? MC. I love hearing that, yes. Um, You know, and,
0: and just to touch on the, on the art form of Chicano rap, I think you know, the community the, the, the community and the world in general doesn't realize that Chicano rap was just a moment in time. Right. Um as we continue to go, there's a hundred more any means is out there. You know what I'm saying? Right. They're not Chicano rappers either. Mm-hmm. Um Chicano rap is the origins of Mexican hip hop, but you know, I, I believe in two thousand twenty there is no more Chicano rap. I think people just reference it because a lot of people ain't really up on game with the scene and, and the style and how it's changed and what's going on in our community. So, you know, the closest thing to relate to is Chicano rap, but, you know, current day you have outlets like Latin bees, you have,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, outlets like, um, Baker's media or, you know, Rody radio. These are outlets that, you know, specialize in, putting the spotlight on Mexican MCs, Right. They're not Chicano rap outlets, but, you know, Chicano rap to the current Mexican scene is like easy to the mainstream. That's... You know, Chicano rappers are the legends of Mexican rappers. And, you know, Mexican rappers also attribute and attest to want to be a part of the mainstream, but I feel like... Um, You know, the media Hollywood Don't necessarily let our community evolve You know, I feel like They found the cash cow and the cholo lifestyle And, mm-hmm. you know The prison movies and, and they're always trying to keep us in that light But there's so much more to be offered From the music scene of Mexicans In hip-hop You know what I'm saying? Um, And that's how I feel about that But I, I, I just Like I said, you know I if if I was in school, I was taught by them MCs, and and you know when I jumped into the game, I, I the first crews I were initiated into were Black crews, so right. I I was able to I guess be tutored in the art form of hip hop from where it originates from.
1: And, and that's what I, I love that answer, man, because you know I, I grew up listening to everybody. I didn't care, you know. I thought it was dope to see as as, as a as a brother seeing Kid Frost out there. But I know his history with Ice-T and Uncle Jam's Army and all that. So I thought it was dope to see a brown rapper, you know, lighter shade of brown come out and doing their thing. And it wasn't, it was just hip-hop. But, you know, because people like to put labels on things, you know, like, oh, they're not just rappers, they're Chicano rappers. And I think that's dumb because hip-hop never really had labels. If you were white, if you were black, Latino, whoever, if you could flow, you could flow. But yeah. I think a lot of that is people, you know, wanting to separate, and, and I'm with you on that. I I I, I hate titles, and I, I hate that people like to see certain people in certain lights, and it's not fair. If you can flow, if you can rock a mic, you can rock a mic. Period, and that's how I feel about that. No doubt, you know. Yeah, it's
0: just it's just a point of bringing awareness to the to the communities mm-hmm. about what's going on and about the scene, and um, and the more people understand and the more people begin to listen, I think the the stigmas will, will wear off, you know, but they're, they're, there's no taking away from what Chicano Rap did accomplish, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. People made millions of dollars there and, and and they toured the world and they they laid the foundation for people like myself to come and have a platform at least because without Chicano Rap fans, I, I might not have any fans. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I'll but, say you. you know, we, we have to move on at some point. We have to evolve and we have to... You know, we we have to become better versions of what we once were if we ever want to succeed. You know what I'm
1: saying? Absolutely, absolutely. You're listening to Any Means on the Big Brother Jake podcast. Any Means, yo, um, is there an MC or producer that you'd love to work with, like a dream project that you haven't done yet? Like who's your um, who's your dream producer and or MC you'd love to work with?
0: I definitely would like to do something with Alchemist. I, I would love to oh, do yeah, something. Oh yeah, he's so uh, dope. <laughs> I, I would love to work with Havoc from Mob Deep. Mm-hmm.
1: Um
0: and as far as um collaborations, I think maybe I wouldn't mind rapping with SIBO right now. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I definitely wouldn't mind doing a record with SIBO for sure. Yeah, that's
1: old school. SIBO's dope. I love SIBO. <laughs> you also got a clothing line. American Dope Boy Apparel. Yeah. Tell tell us about your clothing line, how that came about. Is that something that you've always dreamed of doing or you know, what's good with that, man? Um
0: you know, like I said, where I where I grew up, mm-hmm. um, you know, just to be un, just to be raw and uncut, the the my the 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 role models there were the crack dealers, right? You know what I mean, um, the 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 rock dealers had the had the cars, they had the women, mm-hmm. um, and not to idolize that lifestyle, but that's just what was what was given to us to to look up to. So, um, you know, I was never a major drug dealer, but I I, I was a corner worker hmm. I I touch on that life a lot in my music and it just kind of made sense for the 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 direction that my music is going. And um, I just you know, like I said, I've I've always just been in tune to that lifestyle that that pusher lifestyle that, um, you know, dope dealer on the corner trying to hustle to get a gold chain lifestyle. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, it was inspired by, you know, true true to life scenarios. You know what I mean? So that's why it's called American Dope Boy Apparel. You
1: know what I'm saying? Right, right. And yeah. let, we're wrapping up here with Means, Any Means here on the Big Brother Jake podcast. So last question. You got a new project co- coming out called Crack Rock Bounce. Uh, yes. Where can we find that? Who's featured on it? Let us know what, what the deal is with that album.
0: Um. We'll be having it on iTunes, Spotify. It'll be up this week. Um, it, it This is the second installment of the Crack Rock series. The first installment is called Crack Rock Soul. Okay. And basically, the, um, the whole structure around the Crack Rock series is... Like, for instance, Crack Rock Soul was a project that I only did over Trap Soul Beats. Okay. Crack Rock Bounce is a project that I'm only doing over... Like Southern Bounce Beats. Okay.
1: But
0: it makes sense, though. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, right, like absolutely. When you, when you hear the project, you'll understand it totally. Um, And, you know, the third installment of Crack Rock Bounce, I hope to make it a boom bap type of vibe. But um, it's just really me showcasing my talent and how I can maneuver on all types of beats. And, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm talented enough and versatile enough to just be able to play with all types of shit. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, It's a great listen, it's a six track EP. I have, um, for the most part, I kept it in house. Um, I have a producer that I work with named Mike D Exclusive. Very, very talented dude. Um, And then I have my usual collaborators. I have a a, a guy named Flight Mob. If you're not um, familiar with him, I I, I encourage you to check him out. He's also a, a Latino rapper. There's another artist on there, which is like my my co-defendant. His name is uh Big Sick Nasty. If you're familiar with my catalog, he he's been with me since the beginning. Right. Um. There's an artist on there from um, Texas named Throat Essay, who's getting a lot of attention right now out, out down south. He's on there, and um, I don't want to forget anybody else. Oh, <laughs> and my and, and, and my brother Moke, man, from Spanish Fly, because I'm also a part of that group, Spanish Fly. So. I brought one of my group members alongside. He's on the first uh, song with me. So, yeah, man, it's it's a dope vibe, and it's definitely a party. You know what I'm saying? Because the beats are up-tempo, and yeah. and, and vibe. You know, it's a real vibe. And um, I, I guarantee you, it's the hottest shit on the streets. You know what I'm saying? I can say that, and, and you can quote me on it. You
1: know what <laughs> what well, th- there's no doubt about that, man, because, you know, I, I was with the fam-bam here. And, you know, doing research on on you and whatnot. We were playing all your songs and, you know, your old joints and, and playing the videos, and everybody's like, yo, who's that? And I was like, I'm about to interview this cat right now. And yeah. it was fire. Everybody's here nodding their heads. They're like, damn, that dude got some fire. And there's no doubt you, you're one of the hottest out right now. And, uh... You know, we, we definitely going to make sure we play a lot of your music here on the podcast. But Means, man, it's been a pleasure having you on the Big Brother Jake podcast. And man, anytime you want to come back to promote anything, you know, I, I I would love to have you back.
0: Yeah, man, I appreciate it too, man, for sure. Um, I definitely support outlets like yourself, you know what I mean? People that are really touching the streets and getting in tune with what's going on in the city. Because I feel like a lot of times. Because we're from L.A., we get lost in the shuffle of the bright stars and the big lights. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. uh, You know, the MCs in the street are the ones who are really telling the legitimate L.A. story. So thank you for um, giving us an outlet, man. I appreciate that. Hello, everybody. You're listening to my daddy, Big Brother Jake. This is the Big Brother Jake broadcast. Bye, everybody.
1: Yo, any means, man, interesting brother, man, learned a lot from that cat. Once again, I, I thank him for coming on the Big Brother Jake podcast, and uh, there'll be plenty, plenty, plenty more interviews coming down the pipeline. Um, I've aligned myself with the westcoaststyles.com family, and uh, we will be sharing content. You'll hear some of my content up on their website. Uh, I'll be doing interviews for them. Uh, I'll be doing some sports-related stuff for them. So check out my page. Um, I'll have all those details for you by the next podcast, okay? And I'll be posting stuff on Instagram and Twitter. Because I ain't doing Facebook no more, man. And I'm just tired of it. You know? I, I <laughs> so if I forgot your birthday and Facebook was the reason why, I'm sorry. Happy birthday. Happy <laughs> birthday. My bad. <laughs> My, I know my close one's birthdays, and that's really all that matters. Sorry. No disrespect to anybody. But I want to thank y'all for letting me spew out my political whatever. I don't hate politics. I think they're interesting. I don't like the dynamics of politics, and I will forever say that. But um, that's the thing, man. It, change begins with us. You can't depend on career politicians that have made millions off of lobbyists to change anything that you're going through. You know because nobody's going to be no both sides will not be 100% happy ever. It doesn't matter if it's bipartisan, you're still going to piss people off. Okay? And that's the thing that we all got to realize. You know, you want change to happen, has to start with within. And if that's your route, if you believe strongly in something, follow through and go all the way through with it. But don't sit and complain about something if you don't want to make the change. Period. I'm guilty of it too. I just shut my ass up or do something about it. Half the time I'm too lazy. And that's and they depend on that. But and, and enough of all that. But again, thanks to any means. LA in the building. Really appreciate him coming on. I'm going to be really music intensive next episode. I got some things brewing. Um, we're gonna make it more lighthearted, make it more fun. Um, the only reason why I talked about politics is because of the conventions that have been happening in the last couple of days, and it, it's a dogged pony show, and it's comical. It's comical to watch this stuff, but I don't want to keep talking about it. But yes, it'll be more music intensive. You know, I can't get people to send their music to the Independent Music Spotlight, so I'm just gonna bring the music to you. Um, you're gonna hear stories of of new cats that are up and coming. You're gonna hear. A lot of rap veterans and music musicians and veterans, uh musicians that have you know have stories to tell. I love music. And it won't be just musical people I'll have on. You know, I'll have people from different cultures and, and things of that nature. We'll keep it fun, but you'll hear a lot more different voices on the Big Brother Jake podcast. So with that being said, I'm gonna land this plane and I'm I'm excited where we're going. But uh, you know. We have our sponsors coming back soon. Uh, working on that. You need a commercial for your small business, hit your boy up. You know where to find me. You know where to find me at Big Brother Jake or at the Big Brother Jake Podcast on Instagram. You can DM me. If you want to email me, the Big Brother Jake Podcast at gmail.com. I'll take care of you free, but that ain't going to last forever because once I get big and famous, I'm going to be at your price range. So do it now. <laughs> I'm putting it out to the universe. I'm not being cocky. I'm just putting it out to the universe because there will be a time where you're going to get charged a nominal fee. All right? But till then, get it while the getting is good when I'm still a nobody because when I'm a somebody, I'm going to charge your ass a lot of money. <laughs> on that note, I want to thank Any Means for coming on the Big Brother Jake podcast. I want to thank you for supporting me and always being down and taking the time to stream or download my episodes. All the archived episodes are at soundcloud.com slash Podcast. You can find them on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn. You can go to iHeartRadio and all of my archived episodes are up and running. So if you want to learn more about the kid, you can listen to past episodes, all right? So I want to say to y'all, life is dope. Hashtag life is dope. You know, wake up every morning feeling grateful and being happy. And I also say to y'all, wait for it, you're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast.